You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, halfway home. Made it to a Wednesday, hour one. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Stay a while if you can. Mark Sanchez, former USC quarterback, will stop by. Clayton Kershaw. Oh. He's going to join us. Fritzy was working on Clayton uh, all day yesterday. And uh, I think there's a connection between him and Matthew Stafford. I think there is one. <laughs> Childhood How about we have him on and I don't ask him about Matthew That'll Stafford? That would be the best. <laughs> yeah. Carson Palmer is going to stop by as well. So that's two USC quarterbacks. And Al Michaels. Al is uh, calling the Super Bowl, and he'll join us a little bit later on. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. And uh, we say good morning to Peacock, our streaming partner. Download the app, watch for free. Also, our radio affiliates, including Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, and the nearly 400 cities around America. This program brought to you by ButcherBox. ButcherBox ships a curated selection of high-quality meats right to your home every month. In fact, we got a shipment yesterday, and that'll be part of our lunch today that we have outside. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash Patrick. Get two pounds of ground beef free in every order and a $10 coupon there. Great folks there. Uh, Super Week brought to you by Link Soul Apparel, a lifestyle brand for any occasion. We got to uh, have dinner with them last night. Of course, when you meet somebody and you, you know, want to share their product or let them know that you love their product, so we're all we show up at the dinner and we all have our clothes on, head to toe. Yes, everybody has their link soul apparel. I felt a little awkward in that moment. Of yeah. Like, oh look, I'm wearing it too. Yeah, and yeah. I got uh, it too. Uh-huh. Yeah, and. Uh, Todd? Was that was that trying too hard? Yes, that it was. That? Yes, it, and I even said it to uh, the folks who came up from San Diego. We should have maybe spoken about that. Why don't you and you wear it, and you guys don't have to be too crazy? Yes, Paul. And the Link Soul guy looked exactly like I thought he would look. It's like a chill vibe yeah. uh, uh, clothing company. He has his cool hair. He's sixty, but he looks like he's about forty-two. He looks like he kayaks a lot. He was like, he, it's exactly what I thought he's gonna look like. He's got a ponytail. Yeah, like but he, it it works. He's sixty-two with a ponytail. I was envious. He was like, all right, I get it. And he looked a little bit like the Academy Award-winning actor Christoph Voltz. Yes. <laughs> yes. Although I did bring that up at dinner. We had a couple awkward moments there last night. But one was, uh, I said, ladies and gentlemen, Christoph Voltz. Well, he didn't know who this actor was. <laughs> and, of course, it didn't have the reaction I thought it was going to have where people would go, oh, yeah. That's one of those things that I think people actually have to stop doing is, you know who you look like? Because it almost never is received positively. Unless it's like, you know, you look just like George Clooney. You'd be like, no kidding. Awesome. Yeah. You look just like Brad Pitt. Awesome. It's like, oh, you look just like Patton Oswald. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You look like Paul Giamatti. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, when we do that with Fritzy, when I say, oh, you look like. I really don't like that. <laughs> yeah, nobody Paulie ever from Rocky. It. Paulie from Rocky. Burt Young, the actor. What I ever do to them? Yeah, <laughs> maybe they don't like using none too much in Russia. What I ever do to them? But you get uh, who do you get? You get Jim Lampley. You used to get Jim Lampley. I a lot. used to, and that was a compliment. Jim's got good hair. Jim's a good-looking guy. Yeah, but uh, now I get David Leisure. The uh, remember the, act- the actor from Joey the- Zuzu, dude. Yeah, Joe Suzu. Yeah. Oh, that's funny to you. Yeah, huh? It is funny because I, I, I saw that many years ago. I would never say funny, that to funny to you. Yes, not but to now me. that we're talking about it, you brought it up. Yeah, identical twist. And what I ever do to them? <laughs> Maybe they don't like using none too much, Paulie. 
Why are we doing it up? It's freezing cold out here. Why are we fighting in Russia? <laughs> whenever, whenever we're in Los Angeles, Fritzy always has these flashbacks. And, and, and he, he's always saying, oh, I, I remember I used to eat there. I used to live there. I you love used, when I take a walk down uh, L.A. memory No, lane. I don't. Uh, no, I don't. Facetious. No. You guys hate it. But we're in the car <laughs> in the car yesterday, and Todd starts telling us his story. He's like, uh, oh, God, I remember I was in uh, Laguna, or you bought a... Bought a three-piece suit. I and- never, I never bought a three-piece suit before. I walked in. Of course, there was this attractive woman that convinced me to spend six, seven, eight hundred dollars, whatever it was, on this beige three-piece suit. Which, <laughs> and I don't even think it fit right. But I bought it, and there was a party like that night or the next night. Were you a substitute teacher at the time? Oh, I know. I didn't even know what a three-piece suit was, but I put it on, and she said, "Oh, you got to get this. It's just like the boot barn <laughs> cowboy situation. You got to buy all this stuff." And then I go to a party like that night or the next night, and I accidentally walked Wait, into. You, but you went to a party I, in a three-piece. Yeah, suit. it was some kind of gala, some kind of event that I was invited to. I don't remember what it was, <laughs> but I but I couldn't have been in the place more than twelve minutes, and I walked right into this huge bodybuilder guy where you could see like his veins through his sport jacket kind of guy with this like supermodel girlfriend with him and I just walked right into him and he's like damn three piece <laughs> and I didn't know what that meant at first I'm like oh I got the vest and the three okay I'm wearing a three piece and he was wearing and he was drinking some kind of red cranberry whatever and if that would have gone on that on him or me or especially him he would have just destroyed me damn three piece what are you going I think it's a compliment and I was like I should just go home now I was, I was, it was only 12 minutes in I didn't really feel that comfortable with who was at the party that. and then I bang into this guy who could have just thrown me like a thousand yards damn three piece do you still have the suit no I, actually maybe I, I might have it in the basement i don't throw things out i, I, I promise uh, i'll bring what? it in if i have if you can if you i can. wouldn't be able to squeeze into that thing that's for sure bring but it in monday i promise if i have if i still have it in the basement somewhere in the closet i'll bring it so we would we would be driving along yesterday and then like every five minutes <laughs> I would just go, damn, three-piece. Three so angry. No one else at the table got it. No. Every 30 seconds. I, damn, three-piece. But piece. I didn't even bang into it that hard. I brought back memories of like the clubs in Long Island. If you look at the guy's girlfriend the wrong way, they want to Oh, righty. Yeah. So that was uh, just a sampling of uh, yesterday. Damn, three-piece. Couple of things, uh, a few NBA trades. I don't know if you can call a trade between the Kings and the Pacers a blockbuster, but you know when there's no other big names, then you call it a blockbuster. And I was watching the Mothership yesterday, and they're like, uh, "Blockbuster trade between the Pacers and Kings." I go, "That's not a blockbuster." Although I don't know what the hell the Kings are doing. I, you know, it's, but they're the Kings. There's certain organizations where you just go, "Yeah, that's that's the Kings." You give up Halliburton, who I love. And Buddy Heald, uh, I thought that he would end up. You know, when I thought, oh, Buddy Heald got traded, I'm thinking, okay, what contender? And they get Tristan Thompson and the Kardashians as well. They're thrown in. But, uh, you know, the Pacers give up Sabonis, who I like. I feel bad for Sabonis. They're like, uh, hey, you're having a really good year. Guess what? You're going to Sacramento. I guess you build around Deer and Fox. And I don't know what's going to happen. You know, they got the trade deadline tomorrow. And there's a lot of speculation about the Nets and James Harden. It was reported earlier this week that that Harden-Ben Simmons swap, the, the long-talked-about trade may happen, although Steve Nash uh, shot that down, said that uh, he thinks that Harden is going to be there. Harden sitting out three games hasn't helped. The Nets lost again. 
They lost to the Celtics. They lost nine in a row. Dude. I, I, I had thoughts that they might not lose nine games this year. Now, do they make a move here? They've lost nine straight, uh, eight of the losses. Eight of their last uh, ten games they've lost by at least ten points. The last three losses have been 23, 20, and 35. Harden doesn't look good at all. Now, maybe he wants to get out of there. Maybe he does want to go to Philadelphia. But Ben Simmons, uh, Bill Bill Simmons, no relation, said that uh, maybe you could throw in Seth Curry with Ben Simmons and that the Nets would make that deal with James Harden. But uh, Thursday is the trade deadline, and Brooklyn is running out of time to make a decision, which segues right into the Lakers last night. Second quarter, they're getting blown out. I was thinking, gosh, I hope they don't fire Frank Vogel at halftime. But LeBron James, after the game, talked about where the Lakers are and where the Bucks are. Do I think we can reach the level where Milwaukee is right now? Um, no. Is that what you want to hear from me? No. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, you want to follow up? I will hope so, but right now, we no, we can't get to where they are right now. I mean, they're the defending champions for a reason. And I, get, I guarantee if you would have asked teams coming out of bubble if they could get to the level that we were playing at, when we won a championship, they said the same thing. All right, it's honest. He's talking about in the moment. He didn't say they can't get there. But you start to look at the rotations, the lineups, and last night marked the 27th different starting lineup in 55 games. 18th time that James and Davis and Westbrook all played together. And in those 18 games, they're just 10 and 8. It's not one of those, hey, when everybody gets healthy and get back on the same page. And then the fans turned on Russell Westbrook, but he turned it around and gave you a different thought of getting booed. Russ, it's the second straight game that you've received booze after a turnover. Uh, is that a hard experience for you? I mean, this is this is home for you, and like coming nah, back was a special man. thing. Is that is that a, is that a hard thing for you to absorb in any way? It's a sign of respect. Sign of respect. I don't my mindset and how I think about this game and what I'm able to do for this game is not predicated on booze. Um, I have a platform that I'm able to use to be able to do other things that God has blessed me with to be able to do, and I will continue to do those things. Regardless of people, boo for me, cheer for me, cuss me out, call me names. It doesn't really matter. Well, it does matter, and it's happening at home, and you wanted to come back here. That's got to be tough. Yeah, Paul. It's a sign of respect when the opposing team's fans yeah. boo for you, not when the home team yeah. fans boo for you. <laughs> that means they just don't want you on the team and don't like how you're doing. Yeah. You get booed by the opposition, that means you're awesome. To that answer, I'd say, damn, three-piece. Damn, three-piece. <laughs> Where the hell are you going? Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go home. Paulie, uh, do you got a poll question? We, we've taken the responsibilities off, Todd. And why did that happen? Is that a demotion, uh, or we're no, just mixing it up? You've just been really busy. You've been really up. busy with the guest. You had printer issues this morning. I got the big Ryan in Honolulu contest Friday that, with that the Mock Friday Mock with I, just, I have no time for you guys. Yeah. I, this is to help you. I, I'm going to help you help yourself. Okay, because Paulie said, like, which and I took his word for it. Like, we'll mix it up a little bit. You did a few. I'll do a couple. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, it's like, yeah, I'm going to go to him. And he's not going to have the right screen up, and there's going to be dead air. Well, I, yeah, I've, I, like I felt like it was a little too much for you yesterday. I do have it up. But I know. Whatever you want to do. Yes, Paulie. Fritzy, I wouldn't spend the entire day after the show thinking about this. About yeah. You. 
I think by 8 p.m. Pacific time, I'll be you fine be this whole poll. Yeah. Here's some polls, Dan. Okay. I would rather win a gold medal in the sport of my choice. We've done this before. A gold medal in the sport of my choice. Any. Winter, summer, fall, Olympics. I don't think they have those. A title in the team sport of my choice. But you can't be like Kelly Slater. You know, that's separate. Like, that's a different type of sport. It's individual. Uh, gold medal in the sport of my choice. A title in the team sport of my choice. Hmm. So you could... Um, but I can't, uh, okay. I can pick any individual event. Swimming, running, winter sports, skiing. Um, I'd like to win the gold medal in the 100 meter dash. So you could walk around saying there's no one on earth. I am the fastest man in the world. That's a good business card. Yes. I'm the fastest man in the world. I would, I would like to do that. Over being an NBA champion? Let's say. I would like to be the fastest man in the world. I respect that. Yeah. What? But you love the NBA so much. You got to have an NBA title. There's a lot of guys who've won NBA titles. How many are the fastest man on the planet? Well, I don't know. What about the heavyweight champion of the world? But that's not really well, an Olympic thing. They have boxing it, in the Olympics. It, if I was in the 70s with Ali and Frazier and Foreman and you said I was the heavyweight champ, I'd take that. Not if you got the belt only because you beat one of the Klitschko brothers or something <laughs> like that. That wouldn't be Wait, why, why are we uh, dismissing the Klitschko? Compared to the days of Ali and Frazier and Foreman, Holyfield, Bo, and Klitschko. Seton, what about you? Uh, well, I'm a team player, so I'd probably win as a team. <laughs> well, snowboarding, yeah, <laughs> snowboard cross, yeah. You know what? There's not a lot of. Uh, it's funny that the. It's awesome that snowboarding is in the Olympics and skateboarding is too. That's really cool. But it's kind of like, yeah. I, I I still don't know if those in those sports really want to be in the Olympics. There was a while where. You know, they were in the X Games, and I think they liked having their own. They didn't, but I think the Olympics thought, how do we get younger? Right. We got to get more people to watch this. And they were like, um, I don't know, just make up an event. And they just started throwing in these winter X Games and even the summer uh, games as well. And yep. if you look at how, uh, you know, Los Angeles has the Olympics coming here uh, the next time around, right? And they, if you look at who their sort of Ooh. ambassadors are, it's a lot of, uh, it's really interesting people. Some of them are like graffiti artists who are really famous here, or like a tattoo artist and things like that. It's not your traditional ambassadors for the games where it's like, hey, this is uh, Jimmy Lipper. He won the gold medal 30 years ago. It's more like uh, street level cultural people that I think is really interesting. And and it, I think it's going to pay off for them because it, it does get more attention from other people who might not normally pay attention to the Olympics. Thank you, Seaton. Back after this. Okay. I was uh, down at Venice Beach yesterday. Throwing some weight around? No, they're still not open. You know, the, the Gold's Gym is not open because I need somebody to spot me, and there's no one in there. <laughs> but you know what I'm fascinated with now? I'm fascinated with people on uh, roller skates just dancing by themselves. With they, headphones on? Yeah. Or there's also music playing. And I just sat there, and I was watching people dance, and they're on roller skates. And uh, for some reason, I was fascinated for a half hour. <laughs> and it's not like I took a gummy or anything. Like, uh, you know, I basically was just sitting there going, huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the entire Venice <laughs> Beach is a contact buzz, man. It you, is. you just walk through uh, there. It's wafting. I know. Fritzy's like, oh, I feel like I've been in a, a vase is that what I you felt call like it? I was walking around in a vase of pots. A vase, a vase of pots. It, just, it, it was just no everywhere. No one has ever I, used I, that I have, expression. I have no problem with it. I felt like I just had a bubble of 
marijuana all over me and i have no problem i'm not judging anyone and it's legal and it's wonderful and it's, how old are you i just oh, i just i know i felt like an old man but everywhere I, the whole walk all, i went all the way to santa monica and i don't think there was more than a four second window where i didn't smell but you that. text me and you go i'm in a vase of my pot. eyes were tearing I'm like, <laughs> like, is everyone high i go here? first of all are you, who's in a vase of pot i was in i felt like i was encased in pot, it was like it was. I just it was you mean all a, over. Me. You mean a bong? Were you in a bong of pot? Whatever you want to call it, I just I I was taken aback, and not taken in a good a way. I like wow, it's everywhere. I go, this whole did strip. Venice Beach hotbox you? I think they did. Okay. I was in some kind of hot a centerpiece of hotbox. That a happened to me once outside the Great Western Forum when I used to. Oh, no, live no, there. I know. I heard that story. I heard this. Story. A I heard centerpiece story. of weed. It was like wow. It was like really strong too, and it got stronger as it continued. To I I walked there. I walked that same, I was on a bike yesterday. You had to be smelling that. Maybe you, but, I have but, more sensitive nostrils or something. But I didn't go, oh my God, I'm in a vase of pot. I didn't like say it out loud. Even no, though you there's enough me. interesting people there where it wouldn't be that crazy for me to just blurt out. Mark, it Sanche like pot here. Mark Sanchez is going to join us. Yes, uh, Paul, we, we have our poll question. Poll is ready. Okay. A lot of people like it. All right, we'll take a break. Mark Sanchez will join us. Clayton Kershaw on top of next hour. Carson Palmer stops by. And uh, the great Al Michaels as well. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56, giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. When we checked uh, DraftKings yesterday, now the line is still around three and a half, Paulie, I believe. I think it opened Checking. maybe four and a half, and uh, DraftKings, do they have it down to three and a half there. If uh, Sportsbook isn't in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. Yes, Paul? Rams given four points right now. Ooh, okay. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code Patrick. Get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5. Get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's code Patrick at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for full list of requirements, state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Connecticut. Call 888-789-7777. In New York, call 877-HOPE-NEW-YORK. That's DraftKings.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All in-studio guests receive gift bags provided by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show, Link Soul Apparel, lifestyle brand for any occasion, and M-Drive. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M Drive. The poll question we're going to go with this hour is: I'd rather win a gold medal in the sport of my choice, a title in the team sport of mm. my choice. Mm. Okay, no results yet. All right, we'll get phone calls. Eight seven seven three DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Mark Sanchez, former USC quarterback, of course uh, NFL quarterback with the Jets. He uh, stopped by yesterday. We had a chance to sit down with him, and the first thing I asked Mark was. If you're walking around in Los Angeles, what do people say to you? It's funny. It's hit or miss. Sometimes I get Matt Leiner. <laughs> Sometimes I get uh, Adrian Grenier from uh, oh, Entourage. Uh, Vinny Chase, yeah. Okay. Um, that's usually it. Okay. What Mario do you, Lopez. No. What, <laughs> what do you say when somebody says, hey, Matt Leiner? 
Uh, well, <laughs> this is funny. I went to this uh, business conference, and this guy comes and gives me a huge hug. Oh, no. Says, man, that apartment complex, I mean, I told you, it's blowing up. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, you know, we went out on, on the apartment complex. It's doing so well. They got seven more. I mean, I'm making bank on that thing. You're in it, too. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he finally goes, come on, man. Don't mess with Heisman guy. Now, Heisman, now you're too big time. Like, I'm like, dude, I, I didn't win a Heisman. <laughs> He's like, Matt. And I said, Mark. And he goes, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just totally missed. Uh, good but month. He was convicted. Good. Oh, con not a convicted fellow. No, no, no he was no, just no. convicted. Convicted. Okay. Um, good month for USC football. When you I, say? I think we're winning the off-season. Uh, whatever <laughs> news media battle. But, but <laughs> that's for sure. And transfer portal. What good? What does Lincoln Riley's style mean? Um, you know, I think most importantly. It seems like things are shifting the way it was when I was coming out of high school. And that was Carson Palmer, Matt Leiner. That was the only place to go, right? Like if you're a SoCal quarterback, you look nowhere else. It was Norm Chow, it was Steve Sarkeesian, it was Pete Carroll. That's where you wanted to be. And for a long time now, I mean, look at all the guys in the SEC. Georgia took... Um, uh, the kid from modern day, uh, JT Daniels. JT Daniels. Um, the kid from Clemson, Uyunglele, is uh, is from Bosco, mm. right, Orange County, LA. And then uh, Bryce Young's modern day. And these guys are across the country. How did they get out of Southern California? That's the problem. Is it wasn't a desirable place to go. And why does it Lincoln wasn't a quarterback make... factory anymore? But now it's Kyler, it's uh, Baker Mayfield, it's. Um, uh, Jalen Hurts, where else are you going to go? If you're a quarterback, that's the guy. So hopefully that brings people back and reminds them that they don't have to leave. Because if we just keep California, even just if you cut California in half and took the southern part, I mean, we're competitive now, but all these guys are leaving. Who uh, was runner-up for you coming out of high school? Runner-up? You... Uh, oh, next school. Yeah. Um, geez. I went to Texas, Ohio State, Notre Dame. I uh, looked at UCLA briefly, but um, yeah, Mac Brown. Mac Brown was great. He was hard to say no to. But Jim Trussell, I remember, uh, we were in the horseshoe. They had the band. I had an Ohio State jersey. They put my highlight tape up on the Megatron or whatever. They audio dubbed Keith Jackson's voice over it and it was supposed to be like the rose bowl and then they were showing my high school highlights on this thing and i was like i'm a buckeye done deal, <laughs> done deal. i hear keith jackson the young sophomore from southern california you know and i was like wow and we're in trussell's office and i'm like this is it like i'm about to sign a paper and i'm gonna be a buckeye <laughs> and then he said you know it's it's awesome uh every year we play michigan right around thanksgiving 10 years in a row Great football weather. It's been snowing every game. And I was like, what? <laughs> I looked at my dad. I was like, what did he say? I was like, snow? We got to drive to Big Bear for snow. Like, what is the snow? <laughs> going to football? Mammoth. Yeah, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. That kind of, that really just changed my mind right there. Wait, did you do any research on what weather's like in I Columbus? Didn't, 
it's silly now looking back. I'm like, what a moron. <laughs> but I didn't, you look at the jerseys, you look at the coaches, you look at, okay, what am I going to do here? I'm, you know, it's a good education, great. I didn't think twice about the weather. No clue. Name, image, and likeness mm -hmm. and where it's going because Caleb Williams is really the first true free agent sure. we've probably seen. I'm curious what he got from USC. Yeah. Because um, everything's legal now, right? I mean, I just feel like here in L.A., you have so much to offer these kids. Um, you know, you can go speak at a Boosters golf tournament now, 10 grand, bam. Like, you could get maybe 20 grand. So you're doing five quick little talks playing a golf tournament. There's 100 grand right there. I mean, go sign some autographs at a dealership. Like, it's so easy now. But how did the SEC master this? I mean, Young reportedly um, got $1.3 from Alabama. And those are just guaranteed deals, I'm sure. Like He was making more than Jalen Hurts was as an NFL quarterback <laughs> last year, it. Mark. I believe it. I just saw that soundbite of um, Jimbo Fisher. Did you see yes. that? Clown act. Yeah. yeah. Like, That's like, awesome. He wants everybody I mean, to think I'm a great recruiter yeah, like, and we would never pay for anybody. I mean, come on. Come on. They got, uh, they got oil money down there, Mark. It's it's legal now. Yeah. You know, like, just just let it go. Like, it's on. Because now you just sort of say, all right, what do you got for me? Exactly. And the parents, you know, this transfer portal thing is interesting, too, because I feel like the parents, even when I was coming out, like, parents like to be recruited. You know, they want to know how good Johnny is, you know? <laughs> and now these kids, like, play a little bit their first year, boom, and they're in the portal just to go on trips again, just to go visit and, okay, what do you have for me? Well, they said they got 30. You only have 20? You know, it's um, it's unbelievable, but it's legal. I, uh, I saw Kenny Pickett went to the Senior Bowl, and, of mm -hmm. course, he's got small hands, Mark. <laughs> so thoughts and prayers for uh, sure. Kenny Pickett. Sure. But then you hear he's the most ready quarterback and – how important you got big hands i have massive hands yes so yeah. obviously you have to have massive hands to play in the nfl i mean i think it's a huge advantage um you know a slick ball when it's wet in the elements it helps um Favre, really big hands and his thumb it was like the, his thumb on his throwing hand that was like extra long it was really <laughs> weird but uh, i played golf with him one time and i kind of looked at it like huh must have been it because yeah. <laughs> he got some extra juice on the ball. But it's it's something. It's not everything, but um, it definitely helps. But when you went to the combine, mm -hmm. like what stood out that you you realized, boy, that um, this means a little bit more than it should. Yeah, I remember you go. Uh, so if you have an injury, I had dislocated my patella on my left leg. Whatever injury you have, they look at. And 32 team doctors will go and crank on it. And by the end of that day, this thing was a basketball. Because I had heard it my senior year at SC. So I'm like, dude, I gotta run a 40 tomorrow. There's no way. I gotta drop back and throw. I mean, we were icing that thing, massaging that thing like crazy, because they were just pulling on it, pulling on it, pushing on it, prodding it. How does this feel? How does this feel? Extend, <laughs> contract, you know, all this stuff. I'm like, oh my God, you're like a lab rat. And it was, Awful. I mean, it was still so swollen when I was running and everything. It sucks. That was the worst part. Paul, you got uh, Mark's measurables? Of course I do. Uh, Mark uh -oh. Sanchez coming out of USC. 
Measure 10.5 inches on your hand size, which is tied for 10th all-time in combine history. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I was growing them out for the combine. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, you got his 40 there? Uh, 488. I got 488, yeah. Okay. Where's that rank with other USC quarterbacks? Carson was faster than that. Carson's definitely faster than that. Liner, that had to be faster than Liner. <laughs> if it wasn't, I'm going to be pissed. Matt Barkley? Uh, Got to be. I don't know. Yeah, Paulie. Yeah, 4.9 seconds for Matt Liner. Yes. Yes, you owned him. <laughs> Two tenths. You, you owned him. Take that. Uh, Mark is joining us on behalf of uh, Papa John celebrating its uh, New York-style pizza. Fans' uh, unique pizza rituals and a special giveaway. I'll let you uh, take the sales pitch from there. Yeah, let's go. So basically, Super Bowl Sunday, number one day to order pizza. They just introduced this New York-style pizza, uh, you know, 13 bucks, eight huge slices, fold it in half, dip it in the garlic sauce. There's nothing better. So basically what they want you to do is for a chance to win pizza, free pizza for an entire year, you can upload your pictures of you eating this New York style pizza on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, hashtag sweepstakes, hashtag what's your style, and they will pick a winner. And obviously you brought in some pizza for it. Let's go. Oh, here, where's the... Hello? There's a, you didn't bring any... You know who would have brought pizza? Matt Leiner. Oh, yeah. it would have been slow. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I gave you Joe Burrow or Matthew Stafford for Oof. this game? I hate betting against Joe Burrow. I love that kid, man. I sat down with him right before he has this incredible ascension at LSU. Obviously, I'm not taking credit for it, but I went to go visit uh, – Eddie O, Ed O. <laughs> and um, Seton does a Ed O. It's a great. Let's hear a little Coach Ogeron. Hey. Well, Dan, I was just saying. Hey. <laughs> hey. Thought you were doing Papa John's. <laughs> um, so I'd answer it if you were Coach O talking about Joe Burrow. Well, Joe, <laughs> number one, go Tigers. And Joe, he got the eye of the tiger. He got a heart like a lion. And he love him some gumbo. <laughs> who, who would no, you take I, Sunday? Listen, I love Joe. I think he's so impressive, especially nine sacks in that divisional game. Are you kidding me? And that dude didn't even flinch. Most quarterbacks, your eyes just start dropping. Okay, I'm, I'm guilty of it. Tom Brady's guilty of it. You name it. You get hit that many times. You stop looking downfield and you're like, damn, I got to find a throwing lane because I'm going to get my head taken off. He didn't flinch. So I love him. I'd love to see him do well. I just think he's going to get another crack at it. And Stafford and I came in the same year. I just really want it. I want it for him. Okay. I really want him to win it. He's been through so much in Detroit, and it finally worked out. You know, everybody said, well, if he was with another corner, if he had a supporting cast, well, now he does. So I'd love to see him win. Did you ever get too cocky beating Brady? Did you ever feel like? No way. No way. It was... Um, it's it's so funny because when you you look at people like that, him, you know, Kobe, Jordan, like those kind of people, players talk about playing those guys, and they know they got to be perfect. And you're hoping he screws up once, you know? You're hoping we get an interception on a screen pass by David Harris, who got caught by Algie Crumpler, by the way. <laughs> what? He should have taken that in for a touchdown. I think we missed a field goal on that. 
or we did something, but I'm, I missed the throw, but basically it was crappy. But um, you just know everything's got to line up and you got to hope for, for a bad one from him. And that was so impressive to me, that sustained greatness, that sustained success. It's, it's incredible. Did you beat him? What do you mean? How many times did you beat him? Head oh, uh, well, we beat him at home my rookie year, my second year, and then we beat him in the playoffs. So, like, the first but you're not st- couple years, to we were feel three yourself, and three. Like, you know, I, all right. I, uh, I, I just, you know what I didn't realize? I didn't realize, like, I knew what it was, but I really didn't. Now, looking back, you're like, damn, that was just the first part of his three Hall of Fame career. You know, like part one. That was just part one. And I I didn't realize it because we beat him at home the first time. Um, So it didn't register. It was just, you know, there's a big rivalry and everybody was talking about it, but we beat him. So it was like, whatever. Um, I don't know. It was was really strange those first couple years. And then after the first two or three, I mean, we just got smoked. <laughs> I mean, it was rough. It was rough. Uh, it's great to see you again. Thank you. Thank uh, you guys thanks for, for coming me. out. Appreciate it. Mark Sanchez, who didn't bring pizza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no pizza. No pizza. My bad. So we taped that, and then Mark felt so bad. Mark then sent some pizzas here to the, to the crew. Nice. So, yeah. It was like, and then Fritzy goes, he only sent two pizzas. Now, I don't want to look a gift Trojan horse in the mouth. There's a whole staff <laughs> oh. of people. What is two pizzas going to do? I could eat that by myself in the back. Well, room. no, he was sending the pizza for us four. So two for four people. I still think you got to go within three. Uh, he hasn't seen me sit down in front of a table full of pizza. I know. Fritzy goes, you know, that, that's a minimum four pizza. Like, yeah, you got to send four pizzas. And, uh, oh, Not make two. sure the sta- there's a whole staff. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And just... who eats pizza t- besides me at 10 o'clock in the morning? That's another thing that's weird. Yeah. But it's actually our body clock would be 1 o'clock in the afternoon East yeah, Coast time. I would have preferred to him to send a couple pizzas to my hotel room and forget about you We guys. had Bloody Marys yesterday at yeah. uh, 9, 9.20 in the morning. Man, that was one of the best Bloody Marys I ever had. Now, I, I, we went to a place right across the street from our hotel and... I'm with um, Ario and the French kid and uh, Seton. And Seton goes, I can do a Bloody Mary. Heck and yeah, I go, dude. all right, I'll go Bloody Mary. Yep. And then uh, you know, French kid and Ario got beers. We had breakfast tacos. And I said, all right. That'll right. set you up for a great nap, right? Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Especially the second Bloody Mary that I had. <laughs> I went back and I'm like, I am gone. So, yeah, yeah. Paul. We have found that Fritzy can complain about anything. He was able to complain about free pizza. You know, that, that's like the ultimate. Free pizza, even if it's bad pizza, it's good. Well, he didn't have it the, the day that he showed up, number one. And then okay. number two, you guilted him into it, and then he decided that somehow two pizzas you know would be what? more than enough. You know what? How about you buy pizza for everybody today? I could do that. I you could, could do, that. do that. I could do that. Yeah. It would be it would be a very nice gesture, I think it would be. Todd Fritz brought to you who, by. Who wouldn't want to get the, uh, See, they, they like to do that to me with the Landon Donovan. How about we take a break? Who wouldn't want to spend money for a pizza? <laughs> Let's for take that's a break. That's what I'm talking about. Our play bill. of the day is up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Oh my God! The play, the play, play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Here we go. Ten seconds. Green into the front court, launches a deep three, off the iron, no good. Williams with a rebound, outlet to Devo, it is over, down goes Auburn. The number one team in the country is defeated, and they are rushing the court at Bud Walton Arena. That's courtesy of Learfield IMG College. Arkansas takes down number one Auburn. First time Arkansas has knocked off a top-ranked team since 1984. Arkansas beat North Carolina, a team led by Michael Jordan. Perhaps you have heard of him. That is our play of the day. Play of the day is brought to you by the great folks at M Drive. Fuel your drive all year long with M Drive, the supplement for driven men. Provides healthy testosterone support, boost energy. Visit mdrivedan.com. Free shipping, 60 day guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M Drive. Now, those of you listening to the show, didn't get to see the video, and right after there's a dunk, the lights go out, and there's some fireworks, sparklers behind both baskets. The entire arena is on the floor. Meanwhile, these kids from Auburn are trying to get to their locker Horrible look. Great win for Arkansas. How about a little class here to let the Auburn team get off the basketball floor? It's, it goes dark. It looks like it's a, a club. Now It's a nightclub. Not a good look. Terrible. But uh, big win. Uh, Eric Musselman, the head coach, took his shirt off. He was in the crowd. I mean, it was a wild scene there. But the the dunk, clock over, lights go out, and then you got a sparkler behind both. both. It's just terrible. Are you saying this wasn't spontaneous? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to guess. Are you saying that celebration wasn't spontaneous, Dan? Uh, I, I, it looked like they were prepping for an upset. Yes, Todd. Was there a coach's handshake? Was he had his shirt off before the handshake? That would be. Really I good. I don't think uh, Eric and and Bruce Pearl shook hands. I don't know how they could have found each other after the game. It's like uh, Bruce can't sue. Yeah, Paul. That was a regular season game. This wasn't the final four. Or the final mm-hmm. game. It looked like a. There's Mardi Gras on there. There's pyrotechnics. You know where the, the top of the backboard are? Yeah. And then there's the shot clock? Yeah, yeah. Pyrotechnics are shooting up in like the air. It's a Motley Crue concert. Yeah. Yes. Like, no, it's not good. Not a good look at all. At all. I don't like, I get it when you want to storm the cord. I understand all of that. It's a great win. It's just, I, I've seen too many of these, you know, moments where somebody's getting trampled. And, you know, the guys who were there, the security guys, I mean, nobody's listening to them. And the students coming onto the floor. It's one thing to come on the floor. It's another thing to come on the floor and the lights are out in the arena. It was bad. Bad look. Yeah. See. I like uh, the moment that I love, though, after a big win like that is like the coaching staff. They're like jumping up and down. They're like, oh my God, we just won. And then they go, oh, coach. Yeah, good game. Good game. <laughs> they like dial it back and, hey, all right, good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. And then they run around again. 
again. Good game. Good game. Yeah, the good game cool down. Good game, Coach. Uh, That's great. A couple of phone calls here. Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind this morning? All righty. Good morning, guys. Hey, you know, I think there's a big event coming up Friday, and I'd like to talk to uh, Fritzy just for a second, if you don't mind. Okay. Okay. Um, it seems like the Super Bowl of mock headlines is coming off. I'd like yep. to see if we could officially name it Mock Off 2022. Mm. All right. Now, uh, I like Todd, that. Poor Todd, that. Poor, poor Todd, you've had a couple of rough days. Getting to L.A., you dealt with section row drink selection. Yesterday, <laughs> seemed like you saw a ghost when Scott Shapiro walked in, and today... No poll question. Those duties went to Polly. But I want to tell you something. Ryan is Ivan Drago. You are Rocky. No chance Ryan can beat the mock father, Todd. You need to hunker down in the hotel room for two days, get some Chinese takeout, and go ahead and do your craft. Because I do not want the headline on Friday to be, Aloha means goodbye to Todd's mock headlines. But instead... I want it to be mock-off, walk-off. Todd sends Ryan packing back to Honolulu. Todd, I, like I got you. back. Got this. Thank, Thank you, Andrew. Andrew. I appreciate it. Andrew that. could have gone half and half there. Like me, yeah. yeah but that, yeah. that was part of his ode to me and, yeah. giving, and showing uh, his support. Yeah, Ryan in Honolulu, of course, has some great mock headlines. We want mock headlines for what we think the headlines will be on Monday. He's so excited, by the way. I wasn't done no, you yet. Weren't. Uh, mock headlines after the Super Bowl, and then Ryan is going to come in, and they're going to sit on the love sack, the love sectional. And uh, it'll be a rap battle between Fritzy and Ryan. That'll be tomorrow, I believe. Is that what we're looking at, Paulie? Uh, yeah, it, it might be Friday, oh, Friday in the second hour. The format, pending your approval, Dan, hmm. is they start with a limerick to warm up the crowd. Oh. They each get a limerick. Hmm. Then it's three mock headlines back and forth. There cannot be a tie, obviously. Hmm. He's and, already uh, waiting outside. outside Ryan the is. That's yeah. how excited he is. Yeah. Who is going to be the judge here? Am I, am I the final say of you know, I just like keep score here on who I think wins? Do how about we have three judges? Like I'm uh, very judgmental. Like I'll be Randy so. and you be Paul Abdul and Paulie can be Simon Cowell. Great. How's that? I'd love to be Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell falls off those damn scooters that you guys are on all the time. He just fell off his scooter again. He broke his arm. Man. He broke his back a couple of months back. Seaton, I said no scooter, no scooter, and and we're getting ready to go to dinner. And Seaton goes, all right, I'll just meet you guys there. And I see this little scooter going down the block, and I go, and I'm I'm videotaping it, so I have the evidence. And uh, I sent it to Mario. I said, is that Seaton? He goes, yeah. So much for a scooter ban. Yes. And then after dinner too, I was like, all right, see you guys later. Yeah, I'm going to find a scooter. Yeah. What, huh? I know you got to live your life, and you can't live your life in fear like I do. But if there's a risk of like serious injury, is the joy of that particular thing worth possibly getting hurt or being yes. a cast? Thank you, Todd. Yes, it is. Clayton Kershaw will join us coming up top of the hour. Carson Palmer stops by, and the great Al Michaels joins us as well. Back with hour two from Los Angeles after this. Close out the first hour with our friends from LifeLock. Fake charities are becoming more prevalent and an easy way for scammers to steal your money and your identity. To prevent yourself from falling victim, always research organizations before donating. Watch out for emails with links to fake websites. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every single day, we put so much information at risk on the Internet 
And in an instant, a cyber criminal could steal what's yours, sometimes even harm your finances or your credit. That's why it's great. There is LifeLock. You know, you put your social security number for sale on the dark web. That information is detected, compromised. They send you an alert. No one could prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Make sure you protect what is yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year. The promo code is Patrick, 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or you can go to lifelock.com. Make sure you use the promo code PATRICK for 25% off. 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com.